Welcome to another episode of Marketing Revelations. I'm your host, Dan Flesh. Today, we are going to be looking back at the year that was 2020 and all the things that happened in the marketing world. Joining us today is one of our previous guests and one of our favorites, uh, Zach Kerr, who is our product manager for Local Search. Zach, how are you today? I'm doing well, Dan. How are you? Good. For me, I think the biggest theme of 2020 has to be change. And obviously, with what you look work in every day, Google has changed so much in the last 12 months. Let's talk a little bit about that. What does that really look like on your end? A lot of things. I think even saying the word change might not even be the right word because I feel like something has to be consistent for two days in a row for change to happen. And I don't know if we've ever had that long of a period this year. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know they've done, I mean, they've basically flipped themselves on their head to a certain degree. Like the whole landscape has changed in terms of how people are marketing and what consumers are looking for has completely changed. And what I've been so fascinated to watch is what Google's response time to some of this stuff. Yeah, so I think overall, Google's always trying to answer the questions that searchers are asking. And with COVID and everything else that's happened this year, the way people um, behave out in the real world has impacted how they behave online because they now have different questions that they need answers to. Mm-hmm, so sure. now it's not just, is there a restaurant near me? It's, is there a restaurant near me? Are they open? Do they do carryout or delivery? Can I do curbside pickup? Is their dining room open? Uh, if I need a plumber, are they wearing masks when they come to my house? All of these little things that COVID has forced us to ask and reevaluate are now things that Google has to help us address. I think it's going to be really interesting to see kind of what of these trends stick. You know, like we've always we've talked about curbside pickup has become such a way of life for a bad reason, but it's so convenient now. I don't ever want I don't want to get out of my car if I don't have to. It'd be interesting to see right. what kind of what what of these trends stick around. Right. It's been really interesting over the last year just to see how quickly they add things, um, especially in relation to shutdowns in different areas across the country and how that impacted the speed in which information rolled out. Or when COVID testing became more available, the ability to mark your medical practice as a testing site and keep that data relevant. So many different new fields that used to be things that you had to make sure were on your website can now be right on your Google listing. So it's not just about the basics with your name, address, and phone number like it has been for years. It's your hours, your different hours based on COVID restrictions, the way people can interact with your business as the list goes on. And I think part of that, it's easy. I mean, I forget it all the time, but like Google still saw the effects of COVID on their own. Right. I think this has been a big wake-up call for people in and out of the marketing industry directly into small business owners just sort of a reality check that we are all human. And despite being the tech giant that Google, uh, Facebook, other large companies are, they still really depend on people to deliver their product. Um, I think the biggest wake up call for that was when Google turned off their reviews product for a few months earlier this year. I believe, depending on how you track the year, I think that was the Tiger King period of the year, (laughs) earlier this year in the spring where Google totally shut off their reviews product because they simply didn't have people to review reviews that were coming in. Um, Um, And it became a big problem because there was a big influx in reviews saying like, I got COVID from this restaurant or this doctor's office and this person is spreading the disease or what have you. And all of that's just very important to monitor and be respectful and attentive to. And Google just didn't have the manpower to put behind that to do that. 
or the ability to ramp up their technology fast enough to do it in an automated and consistent way. And that just led to that being unavailable for a few months. Which is unfortunate considering, I mean, digital word of mouth became even more important in this time frame. Mm-hmm. I, I think- yeah, just a word of mouth, not only in validation, but I mean, you're not seeing your friends at the bar the way you used to. And they tell you, oh, I got a, well, this probably isn't a bar conversation, but maybe you're at a bar and your friend's like, oh, I have a great new dentist. You should go check them out. <laughs> probably not happening. But hey, you never know. an example. So now it's it's all done online. So people are sharing links more regularly and having all of that interaction purely digital. And if you don't have that digital reference point to pass on to somebody, you're really missing out on that. Absolutely. And I think another piece that it's maybe hard to grasp is the, the quantity of digital newcomers. They're probably had a good experience and they're not going to go anywhere. So the market has grown even in a time like this when you thought maybe it was tapped out. Yeah. Um, a personal good example of that. Uh, my grandparents are in their early to mid eighties and like a lot of people in that age group, going to the grocery is a huge event on a weekly or bi-weekly basis. <laughs> for sure. And they had to learn how to do store pickup and that was quite an accomplishment for them. <laughs> But then they started to get used to that and they started to think, oh, I'm not really happy with the produce selection this place is giving me. Let me try out this other grocery store or let me try out this other local store. So as people have started to adapt to a new way of life, it's opened up their perspective on what options they might have available to them and has sort of opened up that shopping around mindset that a lot of people might have when they're in person, but online instead. How many calls did you have to take from your parents, grandparents trying to get you to walk them through how to use these services? Uh, it's definitely more for the Zoom calls that we're <laughs> trying to do on a regular basis. For sure. And just uh, phone tech support and getting the device <laughs> to work. But once they've got that on, they're pretty good. Now, we've, when we were talking earlier on, you kind of mentioned it. Google's also tests. They're still taking the opportunity to test some stuff out and maybe hinting at some premium features. Yeah. It's hard to know what it means. I think the biggest takeaway, though, is that throughout all of this change, Google's not only continued to roll out new features, but has tested things that they've been hinting at for a while, like they want to give people better access to the leads that they're getting and exploring potential like call tracking features. Um, Another one is the Google Guaranteed Badge, which used to be an ad product, but they're rolling out and testing to some local businesses. It's all very much in beta and I think from our perspective, we see it a little bit, but it's still not really out there. But it's out there enough to show that Google's still interested in furthering their product beyond just COVID-specific features. I think the important part of that is just what you said right there at the end is just because they were hit with a big curveball doesn't mean they've stopped everything they were doing. They found ways to adjust and still serve the needs of the moments while still looking forward to try and grow their product, which I think is a lesson that can be hard for a lot of businesses to kind of grasp that but it's vital yeah and i think it's important for local businesses and small businesses to take that same approach like you have to adapt to what's been going on this past year but you can't get caught in the moment because eventually we're going to move into a different phase of life whatever back to normal might mean and you have to think about how your business is going to behave at that point in time too because it's going to be different than what it was before and different than what it is currently. But if you're not planning ahead for that, you're going to fall behind like you may have when COVID hit because you weren't not prepared or expecting that. Not that anyone really was expecting right. it, but just now that we've felt something like that, it's more important to be attentive to planning for the 
future. Right. It's not necessarily means don't plan. It just means be ready to pivot if you need to pivot. Right. Have a plan B. Yeah. Yeah. I, you kind of alluded to this earlier in one of your, when you were talking about the virtual events, but that's been a huge part of it. Obviously, look at us right now. We're doing a teleconference and instead right. of you sitting next to me. There's a lot of industries that thrive on those trade shows that had to get creative. I think creativity has been a big part of 2020 and pushing people to their limits and backed up against the corner. Trade shows and virtual events has really been a big part of that. Yeah, I mean, we see a lot of our clients that used to do like wine and paint nights or like cooking classes, whatever uh, service your business offers, just doing it in person. Um, and I think the biggest thing is that businesses have tried to adapt, like, how can we still do this, but do it in a way that's safe and virtual events have become a big part of that. But a lot of those virtual events are hosted off of things like their Facebook page or different listing services. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't have that to begin with, now you've got your customer base. Who's only used to seeing you in person. You haven't had that online presence and you've got to build that up and try and move people to a new platform. But the, Benefit of that is now that you're spending the time doing that, as we move forward, you're going to have a more diverse like channel in which people can interact with you that you might not have had before. So it can be a struggle, but the long-term benefit is still worth it. I definitely agree. I think the accessibility becomes a big part of it. Exactly. It just it's another new thing that this world has brought, and just a different way to experience the world. I mean, it's also just. Personally, I've gotten a little bit used to it because now I can go to a concert and I don't have to drive or worry about where to park. Uh, I don't have to pay way more than I should for a drink when I'm at the concert. I can just sit on my own couch in my pajamas if I want to and have a similar experience. So it's a very different world that we're in. That's a very good point. I'm probably much more inclined to see a lot of different music if I can do it from my couch. Right. And I think the biggest thing too is don't be discouraged or just assume it doesn't work if you try one virtual event and only a couple people show up. Keep doing these things, keep trying, keep moving things around and changing things because as you grow that traction, it will develop over time and you'll continue to learn as a business owner as well. So don't give up after the first try. There's always gonna be something new and a different way you can approach something digitally and just don't be discouraged if it doesn't turn into a home run the first try. That's fantastic advice. <laughs> I mean, I can't echo that enough. You, you're not going to nail it on your first try. You just won't. No. <laughs> and, and if you do, I guess, great job. But right, right, <laughs> right. That's your, you're off to a head start if you do. But you really, it's all about building your audience and, and uh, getting better as you go. Exactly. And it's sort of just, again, an overtime thing. And especially... Like we've seen it with our restaurant clients that started offering curbside pickup earlier in the year. It was slow at first, but as people got more and more used to the idea of curbside pickup, we had a few clients that after a few tries ended up with a line that went outside of the parking lot. And now they had a different problem because now there's too many people showing up and they don't know where to put all these cars. So everything will just continue to evolve and change. You just have to stick with it. Well, Zach, thank you for your time today. It was great insight on the year 2020. I mean, you know this, but we could talk for days on everything that's happened in marketing as normal. We're only scratching the surface. I know we spent a lot of time talking about Google, but man, it, it doesn't stop. So, uh, but I will cut us off here and let you get back to your day. Um, I want to thank you again for just giving us the time. Yeah, it was great talking to you. Um, 
hopeful that nothing too crazy changed in the last 20 minutes I've been talking to you, but it wouldn't surprise me if I get back to my desk and there's a new field on Google that we have to fill out for clients. So I'll let you start. Go back. Let's get back to problem solving. Thanks, Zach. For everyone else, thank you for joining us. Don't forget, uh, you can find us anywhere you really find a podcast at this point. Uh, we also have a video version on YouTube. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, all that kind of stuff. If you do have any questions or topic suggestions moving forward, you can shoot us an email at podcast at revlocal.com. We'll see you next time.